0: This is Curiosity Killed It, where we take sayings and phrases you hear all the time and probably ruin them for the rest of your life. Sam picks a saying, proverb, idiom, and springs it on my unsuspecting
1: ass. Then we'll talk about what it means, how people use it, and what we would change to keep it relevant today. So Alex, is this a podcast on etymology? Nope. I don't know what that means, and we'll probably
0: talk about whatever we want anyway. Hindsight is twenty-twenty. I love this saying. And this is one that I hear quite frequently. I use a lot, actually. Out of every saying we've done, I feel like I probably use this one the most. Raw take on what it means. When something has already happened, it is very easy to diagnose the situation or say what could have happened based on what you already know. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I also use this one quite a bit.
1: So the technical definition here is, in hindsight, things are obvious that were not obvious from the outset. One is able to evaluate past choices more clearly than at the time of the choice. Yes. So yeah, you're right. You can look back and go, oh, this is why that happened. I maybe should have done this instead, so on and so forth.
0: Once it's already played out, it's very easy to go back and see everything that happened very clearly.
1: Yeah. And and we've talked about hindsight in passing before, and specifically, you've mentioned probably a couple of times about reviewing the tape, Yep, going back and watching something, uh, whether it was a a
0: success or a failure to see what you could learn from that. Do you relate that to this? It's weird because I, I say that all the time. I say it for sports, I say it for board games is like the best way to learn something is to go back and review. I don't think I've ever actually used Hindsight's 2020 to refer to, I don't know, something that happened like a board game or like a video game or a sport. I find I use it way more often when people are talking kind of like about life events or choices they made in their life and things like that. While I do think it is an amazing tactic to go back and review things, it's weird that I don't associate this saying with that. Yeah, that is interesting.
1: Do you think that's maybe because with the saying hindsight is 20 there's an element of it that is admitting that you couldn't do differently, whereas in
0: sports you could have? And that might be it because I feel like I say hindsight's 2020 a lot when I feel like sometimes people make good decisions with bad outcomes. Mm. And a lot of times it's like, hey, hindsight's 2020, like we have the information now, but when we look back at the decision that was made, a good decision was made. Like you can't change anything about what happened there. You acted in the best way with the information you had and the outcome was poor. Where I feel like when I'm reviewing, sports or like board games it's like oh my god like i messed up right here and i don't think i would say like oh i messed up hindsight's 2020 i feel like i'd say like oh i messed up i need to go back and review that practice makes perfect or like there's there's a bunch of other sayings that i would go to before i would try this one there
1: oh interesting just to repeat that back because i'm curious and i want to dig in on that a bit you say hindsight is 2020 when the person made a good decision
0: i find myself doing that a lot yes and like the thing i always say you play poker or no poker? I know poker, yeah. Okay. So if you get pocket aces and you push all in and you lose, it's not a bad decision, right? Mm. It's a bad outcome. That's not a that's not a great wave for like hindsight's 2020, but like when poker's you have a little bit more information. When someone's making a decision on like a career change or like um taking a risk on something, they they have to act with what they have right now and Hey, like, oh, if, if I could go back 10 years and change like how I started my career, I would have been a pharmacist. Hey, well, hindsight's 20, twenty You've had 10 years to kind of like evaluate and learn. You couldn't have known that back then.
1: I see. Okay. So it's almost like hindsight 2020 is it's easier to see why something happened the way it did with the information that you've gathered over time passing.
0: Yes. that That's how I tend to use it.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair. Now, an interesting topic I wanted to bring up in
0: this is how good is 2020? This is funny because I always joke with my sisters that I have better than 2020 vision. Yeah. So, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming 2020 is related to your sight. Yes. And I, I think 2020 gets thrown around as that's perfect vision, but 2020 actually isn't perfect vision. No, no, it's not. What is the actual, di- it's 20 point fun at 20 feet. Is that what it's for? I don't know.
1: Essentially, the one number is distance. And then the other number is the distance at which that thing was meant to be read so if you're 20 20 it means you can read something from 20 feet that was designed to be read from 20 feet
0: (laughs) right so i have two sisters and obviously when you have a bunch of kids you go to the optometrist all at once right Right. and they do all those measurements and that was always the thing with my sisters is like who has the strongest vision both my sisters wear glasses so we should know that (laughs) i was gonna win this but. That was the thing that the optometrist would always say to me. She's like, oh, you have better than 20, 20 vision. It's like you can read that what's meant to be read at 20 at like 24 or something like that. Like you can read it from further away.
1: Yeah. So I took a bit of a, a deep, well, not a deep dive. I took a shallow dive into what visual acuity is and how it's measured because I wanted to know hindsight is 20, 20 is 20, 20 that good. Like is hindsight actually good or is it just average? <laughs> Yeah. And how it turns out is that 2020 is average. It's definitely possible to have vision better than 2020. I do. I'm pretty sure you do. It's very likely that someone who is young and has healthy eyes is actually 2015, which means they can see something from 20 feet away, which is designed to be seen from 15 feet away. And then less common, but still common enough. I mean, 1% of the general population has 2010 so they can see something from 20 feet away that is designed to be seen from 10 feet away. So 2020 is not amazing. And it also doesn't account for not being able to see close up, right? Like you could be 2020, 20, but be
0: blind if I hold something in front of your face. Is that farsighted? Yes. Yeah, you can see well far, but you can't see close. I remember in university, we did a I did a psych minor and one of them was like perception. We did a whole class on colorblindness, near farsighted, and I don't remember any of it. So we're we're getting uh <laughs> getting to revisit a lot of it. Yeah. So like when we say hindsight's 2020, 20, we're actually saying, hey, you can now see what had already happened with bang average vision.
1: Yeah. It's like <laughs> essentially what this means to me is like, well, yeah. Of course you understand things
0: that happened in the past better than things that are happening now. Like, duh, that's average. <laughs> do you use the saying like that? Because I feel like some people actually do use Hey, hindsight's 2020 as like some people use it kind of like sarcastically like, "Hey, dummy, like hindsight's 2020, like you should have picked that up."
1: Yeah, I mean, I might say that to someone who is feeling regret, right? Like, "Oh, I wish I did that." Well, hindsight's 2020, like we can all see that that was the better decision now, but at the
0: time, no way. See, I feel like that's definitely how I'm using it. I'm thinking like I sometimes hear people throw it around kind of like well, like I didn't set my alarm and I was late for school, blah, blah, blah. And then like someone might be like, well, hindsight's 20 to like hindsight's twenty twenty, man, like just like figure it out. Like you should have seen it. Right. Yeah. I think that I'm in
1: the same boat as you where I'm using it more where I'm trying to remove someone's regret or feeling of having done the wrong thing when they really did the best that they could and they made the best decision at the time. Yeah. You couldn't have, you couldn't have seen it with what you had at the time exactly so yeah i i just thought it was it was interesting because i think a lot of people throw 2020 around as the best you know it's perfect sight, but there really isn't perfect sight.
0: yeah 2020 has just become this like standard of it just gets thrown around so much i go to the optometrist i hold that spoon over my eye and look through like a gajillion different things and then i come out of there and like i like i feel like most people aren't exactly 2020 but the optometrist just is like oh i don't want to explain this like yep you're 2020 good to go you're average.
1: Yeah. And I think that in some cases, that's all that matters. Like the the world is designed so that people who can see 2020 can function safely. So it it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, someone might have an edge in certain jobs or sports or whatever if they have better than 2020 vision.
0: But no one's trying to hide a stop sign from you.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I think as a functional test, it's great. Yeah, you can see the stop sign. You can make the adjustment to your speed appropriately when you see the speed sign. You're not going to kill someone in your car. I think that's really what it's focused on. I think that's an interesting insight that you had into the way that you use it, where you are using it as kind of like an average thing. It's not like, oh, hindsight's
0: better than normal, right? Like, it's oh, it's just what it is. It's funny when you talk about this sort of thing, like a uh, random story, but my one of my sisters, she wears glasses and she, her, pers- again, I don't wear glasses. So like, I don't know what bad prescriptions are, but I think she's like negative teens, like negative 13 or like negative 15. It's up there. She's beyond laser eye surgery. It's just wild to me. With like, speaking of 2020 it's like average, like what if you're on the other side of that? I remember back in university, we were cooking some sausages in a pan and we had been drinking and we fell asleep the smoke detector goes off and my sister wakes up. She can't find her glasses and she's like running through the house screaming, like can't see anything. I'm just like wondering what that's like to not be able to see a thing and being in that much danger. When you said like, hey, the world's designed for 2020. What about when you're on the other side of that? World's not designed for you anymore. Yeah. And
1: that's where considerations for accessibility are really important. There's a whole function built into your computer and your phone that are there for you if you have trouble seeing. Like there's this whole world of things that exists for people who have trouble with sight, but most people don't learn them unless they're in a situation where they have to. Yep. Because I'm in the same boat as you. Like I, I know that it, that prescriptions are negative numbers if you can't see far away, I think, but I, I don't know the severity of them Like, I, because I, I've never had to deal with it. Like I, I have glasses that make my eyes worse. <laughs> what? Yeah, so- when you when you read a book, when you're doing it for a sustained amount of time, your eyes actually focus a bit beyond the page and they relax. They kind of find this spot where you can still read, but it's not hyper clear, but you don't really notice. For whatever reason, I hyper focus on the page. So the text is very crisp, but I'm using way more energy to do that than if I, my eyes were relaxing. So I end up getting headaches or I get really tired when I'm reading so I have glasses that if I'm reading, I can put them on and they make my eyes just slightly worse and force them to relax.
0: Just imagining you reading a book without the glasses on, you just like X-Men Cyclops burn a hole straight through it because you're just so concentrated on it. <laughs> it's not
1: that cool. Actually, the, the worst that happens is when I'm reading for a really long time and I look up and my eyes take forever to refocus on a new distance. They're like stuck in that close vocal range unless I wear these glasses. Now, if I wear these glasses and I look anywhere but the page, I immediately feel nauseous. It's so, it throws me so off because I'm so used to having great vision. One hilarious thing that happens with my wife and I is we have a 4K TV and sitting on our couch about 10 feet away, when we put on a 4K movie versus a 1080p movie, I can tell every detail, like I can see everything I've missed. It's perfectly clear. For her, she has to stand up and walk about four feet away from the TV to be able to tell that we're watching something in 4K
0: versus 1080p so what's her reading there for <laughs> four by i don't know four
1: by 4k <laughs> her vision is considered 2020 like she has perfectly average vision so i don't know <laughs> what that says about me but yeah, uh, it's just always funny when I'll put something, I'll put something on, and I'm like, oh, the quality on this is terrible, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I feel like that's just a trained eye type of thing too. Like, I feel like if you show me something in 1080 versus 4K, ki I don't know if that, you could trick me into saying a 1080 screen was 4K, and I, I, if you told me it, I'd probably just believe you. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm a
1: big snob about that stuff. So we've talked about how good 2020 actually is, and how that actually relates to how we use the saying, which is. We kind of use it in an average way, not in some like hindsight is a superpower. (laughs) But I also wanted to talk about times where hindsight can be negative, can be misleading. Ooh. Do you have an example? Not a specific example, but there is this thing called hindsight bias. And this is the tendency for people to perceive past events as having been more predictable than they actually were. Ah. Okay. Yeah, because they can see how something happened, they think that they could now predict that in the future because of how obvious it seems to them in the past now. So this can change the way that people remember things. It can change beliefs that people have. You can see hindsight bias right now with COVID. If we just had done X. Oh, I would have done this. I would have done that. And it's because, it, you know, you look at what's happened and it seems so obvious now that these things were going to happen but in a lot of cases, that's just the bias of fine sight. So yeah, COVID was the one that came to mind of like, a, I hear people all the time saying, oh, we should have done
0: this. I would have done this. And you just don't really know how things would have been if those had happened. It's really interesting. You see this a lot with people in different professions, maybe not so much like a doctor or anything like that, but like a musician or a marketer is like you do something one way and like something happens and like you hit. Like you you put together a song and people like it and then you look back at it and you try to dissect what you did and you assume that you now have the formula for it and you go like, okay, I'm going to go do that again. And then it doesn't work. So it's like this hindsight of like, oh, this has worked once before it's going to work again. I feel like people get very, very caught up in that. And you see that with people like in the business world, it's like, oh, you go and hire this like fancy new VP because he or she was a marketing person at X company who did really well. Oh, I got the playbook. I know what to do. Like I can go look at that and redo it, and it just doesn't work out that way. I feel like luck plays a bigger role in what has happened in the past than we give credit for. And the other thing the other thing you see happen is I think hindsight can be a negative thing when people overcorrect. I see this a lot, too. It's like something happens, I look back and go like, "Oh, what was wrong?" And then I go to the other extreme to try to prevent it again. And then I create a different problem for myself by overcorrecting.
1: Totally. And I think those are two tines on the same fork, if you will. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, God, that hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, they both are reflective of looking at what has happened and making a bad call. Right. Like misinterpreting that information. So, like, one example that I've seen recently is with Wall Street bets. Are you familiar with wall street bets on reddit
0: i'm not but i'm going to assume i know what it's about based on the title
1: (laughs) yeah so essentially it's a a subreddit on reddit where people share financial advice about wall street and stock trading and that's that's kind of where the a lot of the things that are happening in the, the stock market right now with people figuring out who's got shorts on what company and then investing heavily into that company to screw the people who have shorts on it and we don't need to go into the weeds on that but essentially what's happened is this has spawned a a group of people who think they really know what's going on because they're looking at the trends over the past six months and saying, "Oh well, I did this here, and it, it was obvious that I should have done that when I did it, and now this was another obvious point where someone could make it make a move." And they're they're thinking that their success gives them insight, yeah. And looking back on this this one time success
0: gives them insight as to what will happen in the future. Trying to build a pattern out of like two events. And being like, oh, I've seen two. I now know the pattern. Uh, You don't actually have enough information for a pattern yet.
1: Absolutely. And especially with something as volatile as the stock market, where there's so many variables at play internationally, you know, uh, a truck can crash on a highway in the middle of the United States, and that can affect someone's stocks because the inventory didn't get to a certain place at a certain time and investors saw it and bailed. There are so many small variables that can play into that. That looking back over the past six months and saying I had success, I can tell you how to have success is a misuse of hindsight.
0: You see it way too often. You see it with the stock market. You see it with like people coming into a new career. You see it with musicians. You see it all over the place. Is I know because I know because I did it once and had success. It once isn't a pattern. <laughs> yeah. So I think that hindsight
1: is twenty twenty is not a rule to follow to predict things in the future. I think it's a saying to have comfort in the fact that you're looking back at a decision you made with more information. And you have to acknowledge that you didn't have that information then because you didn't have hindsight.
0: I mean, that's that's a really good thing too. And you see, I see this a lot too, is people trying to make a decision and they're so worried about getting the decision wrong that they never make the decision at all. And that's why I feel like I use this saying a lot, hey, hindsight's 20 is because I don't want people that I'm working with or people around me to get like so paralyzed in, trying to make the perfect decision that they end up making no decision or doing nothing because like they don't want to be wrong. It's like, Hey, you made the best bet with the information you had. Didn't pan out the way you wanted to. Hindsight's 2020.
1: And I think there's this idea people say, if I could go back, I would do this. But that's assuming that if you went back in time, which obviously there's no one knows how to, and it seems impossible. But when people say, if I could go back, I would have just done this. They're assuming that they go back with all of the information they have now. And that's just not a thing. That's not possible. So you're assuming that you could introduce variables into the past that just didn't happen. And I think that's kind of a waste of time. Like it's the idea of regret,
0: right? Yeah. Like you said, if you could go back, are you able to take everything with you? And will, like again, the luck aspect, if you went back with all the information you know now, does everything unfold the exact same way if you change that decision? Maybe not might get to the exact same result
1: right or you may be stuck in a a bit of a grass is greener situation where you just think that had you made that other decision the outcome would have been better but you don't actually know because you're not there you didn't do that and maybe this is actually the best outcome even if right now it doesn't
0: actually seem like it Yeah. As we're saying this, I keep on coming back. When I first graduated from university, I had two job offers in front of me, and one of them I really wanted, and the other one was kind of like my backup. And I missed out on the one I really wanted, and then I took the offer at the backup. And sometimes I I think to myself, like, what would have happened if I went back and, like, I somehow got that other decision? Like, my life would be completely different. And, like, what I thought was the best decision at the time, again, like, fast forward eight years. And I'm in like, I'm in the spot I'm in right now because of like, not even a decision. I wanted something. It didn't pan out. I went down another path and like, now I am where I am. Right. Just wild. So your hindsight on hindsight. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like meta now. Cause I'm saying like, Hey, at the time I would have been like, Oh, like I, I made the wrong call. And like so I'm not saying like hindsight on my hindsight. Crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that realization right there, shows you the weakness of the saying, because even when you're looking back, time is still moving forward. And there are still variables you don't know that could affect your hindsight that you're having now. Like time is unforgiving and always moving forward. And I
0: feel like that should influence the way we act. Even in that example, I just gave it's like, I I'm looking back and now thinking to myself, like, hey, I made a good call but I have no clue. What if I took that other path? I could have been way better off than I am right now. I feel like we put a lot of emphasis, like when something happens that is good, we're like, oh, we're super smart and we're super capable. And we just like remove luck from the, from the equation at all. And then when something goes to shit, it's never because like we did something stupid. It's always because like, oh, it's just unlucky. A series of unfortunate events happen. I'm super smart when things go my way. I'm unlucky when things don't. I completely agree with you. Wow. Hindsight on hindsight. (laughs) Super meta. That's being Curiosity Killed It. We release new episodes every Thursday, so subscribe for weekly content. And if you have a saying you want us to completely ruin, leave a review and tell us which one. Or you can let us know on Twitter, at Curiosity Killed It.